Warning, this podcast is for mature audiences only. There is coarse language, adult themes, and general shit not suitable for kids. Heed this warning. softens a potato and hardens an egg. It's not the water, it's what you're made of. Boom. I think that was that deep and meaningful. Ridiculous. Yeah, but you heard what happened the other day in America. <laughs> that big giant fly that attacked the police station. We got the SWAT team. It was okay. I don't know which one is more ridiculous now. <laughs> that was dreadful as well. <laughs> Do you want me to do more? No, no. I've no, save them for other... <laughs> save them for the next podcast, you know? Because uh, I'm getting kicked off this one. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Woofers podcast. Woofers! This is a podcast where we talk about our health journeys, uh, eating, not eating, uh, weight management, Bariatric fitness, surgery. Bariatric surgery. Uh, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're we're back to our regular recording slot now that uh, Catherine is no longer lousy with COVID. With the black lung. The black lung. Yeah. Got the black lung. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm recovered. Yeah. Fortunately. Fortunately. And we're actually in the same room together, which is it's yeah. good too. I don't know if that's going to make the recording better or worse, but hey, we'll we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but John might get COVID. <laughs> Yeah. I know. Hopefully not. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not infectious. Look, I uh, I heard on the news recently that. If you've gone through all this time and you still haven't got COVID, then you have no friends. So, I still haven't had COVID. You. Because <laughs> <laughs> Catherine is lousy with friends. So, I, uh, I, uh, as I've told viewers before, my, my viewers, listeners, my, doc, my, my doctor in St. Vincent's is getting, gets my blood sugars daily. Um... And I've been reintroduced to some uh, uh, metformin to because my blood sugars whilst I hadn't been taking any diabetic medication, I was still around the same. My blood sugar was around the same as it was when I had been taking a lot of uh, uh, diabetic medication. So uh, we had a talk about do I want to just write it out and see how it goes? Or do I want to uh, try and get it to where it should be? Uh, uh, he said, as a physician, he tends to want to medicate everything. But some people would rather just kind of write it out. Uh, and I was like, hey, look, medicate everything. You love writing. Is that what you were thinking? <laughs> no, so I told him I would, I, I'd happily go on the, the metformin. So he put me on... Now, my, my blood sugars were, your blood sugars are in, in fasting in the morning are supposed to be between four and seven. Uh, if it's lower than four, you don't have I, enough... I, I thought it was five and seven. That if it, yeah, but go on, you, you well, know more the, than Well, this is what they told me, it's four okay. and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if, I mean, maybe if you're going into the fours, you, you might be problematic. But either way, yeah. and it's four 
milliliter or millimoles per liter or something like that. It's it's yeah, <laughs> but they should be oh god, they should be between four and seven, um, and mine have been tipping in at kind of between kind of eight and nine, which oh, is a bummer. Yeah, it's it, not great. It's not great. great. So I um. I, I've I started taking five hundred milligrams of metformin, which is the minimum you could take, and that had no impact whatsoever really? on it. Nothing. Oh, so he he gave me a couple of weeks on that, and now I'm back up to one. She was just diabetic, and that's that. One thousand milligrams. Or do you think? Does he think with more weight loss, it'll make a difference? With or more late weight your loss. Prognosis? Uh, with more weight loss, it might make a difference. Mm. The, but. Let's manage it while we can. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, hundred percent. Because because all that rogue sugar going through your body is damaging your body. Yeah. So much and all as we want to not take stuff, yeah. you gotta take stuff. No, and I'm gonna be taking all kinds of vitamins and shit for for a long time. Forever so more, exactly. I don't yeah, mind exactly. taking yeah. tablets. I now have a. Uh, one you've of made them. peace with it I think well no made... I have one of those tablet uh, uh, organisers organisers ah Sean you're fucking late <laughs> to the party there I have a fucking brilliant tablet organiser tell me vitamins come here Before my tablet organiser my tablet organiser is the best tablet organiser and I love every bit is of it is it wireless and smart it's wi- is it because <laughs> my one's wireless <laughs> my I, I was with my personal trainer today and uh, hi Amy she has started listening to the podcast and uh, she we were I was working out and I was talking about uh, wireless lights and she goes, oh, I heard this thing recently about this guy with a wireless wine scale. So I says, yeah, that was from the podcast. <laughs> that was my mom. <laughs> going, yeah, my wine scales is wireless. <laughs> yeah, you heard it from me, uh, which I thought was interesting. But there you go. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm up to the, the full uh, thousand milligram. No, thousand. One uh, milligram, whatever. One milligram, right? Yeah. But, uh, one gram. One gram, yes. One gram. So here's my question. When did you go on the one gram? About a week ago. And what's the... My blood sugars are still the same. Really? Yes. Fucking hell. Still in that... So what's going It'll on? go from like the high seven, seven point six, seven point seven. So here's the thing. I think you need to look at that video. I think that has to be our next thing we do. Because honestly... Yeah. Catherine has a video she wants me to watch and I think what we'll end up doing is doing a goggle box version of watching that video for this That's podcast. That's actually a superb idea. Yeah. Because I was going to put a link in and advise people to watch the video first but we could watch it and yeah. do it at the same time. That's fine. Um, It, it blew my mind and Barry's been watching it like uh, an AA person. It's 30 minutes long. No, you don't get what I'm saying. AA, 90... 90 uh, 90, 90 meetings in 90 days oh. he's been watching thought, it every day you know AA is you have to accept Jesus and all that kind oh of no shit. no no yeah yeah that, yeah yeah yeah. not to have your tyre fixed but alcohol is an alcoholic uh, yeah no no but from a, an addictive perspective when you're thinking about carbohydrates yeah. that, he's been like watching it every day to yeah. keep his head in the game based on what it says yeah. I, I think and you need to watch it because shrine to Dr Atkins no but I think I think um some some of the stuff in relation to you know the chemical reactions in your brain yeah triggered by synthetic sugars so no spoilers mm. we'll do a goggle box version of it and we'll see how we okay. go okay um 
but yeah, so my blood sugars are still the the bloody same. So he is. That's a bummer. That's well, he's talking bummer. about putting me back on the Victoza injection. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, not not Victoza, Ozempic. Um, What's the difference between Victoza and Ozempic? Uh, I, they're different brand names. It could be the same semaglutides. Can I just say something? Yeah. Ozempic just reminds me of some sort of a politician, in England. Okay. What's his name? Olympic, oh. Olympic, <laughs> Le- Lembit Opic, or yeah. Le- <laughs> What's it called? He's not even a politician anymore. He was he dating. Is. He was dating one of the cheeky girls. He was. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Limbic, Lem, Lem something Opic or something like that. And what did you say? Ozempic. Practically, practically the same thing. But the, with the Victoza, you take it once a day. With the Ozempic, you take it once a week. Um, ah. And they also prescribe Ozempic. For weight loss, even if you're not diabetic, um, mm. they will prescribe that and, and people have lost up to 10 kilograms on it in a very short period of time kind of stuff. But there you go. It's one of the one of the, the arrows in their quiver anyway. So, yeah, I might be going on, back on 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 that as well. Your ma's a quiver. <laughs> I'll take your word for that. I don't even know what that means, but go on. So this week uh, we're going to be talking about... The joy of cooking in a in a post bariatric surgery world. Yeah, well that's the title of our episode, yeah. the joy of cooking. And it's also gonna be the contents of the episode. Mm. <laughs> so I, I think the best place for me to start is my cooking history. Um back in the olden days, uh I thought cooking a curry from scratch was uh grilling a couple of bits of chicken, cutting them up and dropping a jar of curry sauce on them and and then that's cooking a curry from scratch and that applied to pretty much every Everything. meal I, I there was no such thing as a fresh vegetable in it i when i was younger i flipped you were not a vegetable person i was uh, i'm still not a very heavily vegetable person but i like even onions i hated onions but now onions onion sorry <laughs> when i was younger i was writing a shopping list because <laughs> i had to go to the shop and i i uh, also, amongst all my other problems, I'm also dyslexic. You're not dyslexic. You're just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's not dyslexic. He's not. I am totally dyslexic. You made a mistake once and I've slagged it for forever. That's no, not... but I'm also dyslexic. Not officially, though. What do you mean officially? You have to get diagnosed with All right, shit. I did the screener and the screener said I was dyslexic. Oh, then... Well, then oh, I'm, oh I'm my so god! Mean. Either way, I happen to spell onions with an I. <laughs> Call them onions. <laughs> <laughs> and I got nothing but grief about that forever. But for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> but I also set Catelyn's leg on fire one time. Oh, I <laughs> was good. I was good. And he wouldn't play with me. No, that sounds weird. Yeah. I, 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 like we I were, was we little. were quite young. I was little, and he had him. A lighter and we were in the cubs and the scouts and you used to light fires and go camping and all and he was flicking it and flicking it and flicking it and it just like he flicked it on my leg and my whole leg went up on fire and I went oh, and it just went out really quickly it, it immediately put itself out it, it was put like itself out but Sean's face was like fuck and I was just like oh. and Sean goes listen you get the game ready I'm just going to go and get you some ice cream and I'll be back in a few minutes <laughs> I went to the shop and got her a I got her a romantic a romantic ice cream 
I was like, don't tell mom, yeah. okay? And then about 10 years later. No, it was way more than 10 years. It wasn't, like, couldn't have been more than 10 years. Either way, it was a number a of years later. Long time later. We were grown up and drinking at mom this stage. Mom lost her shit. And Catherine told me. <laughs> but I thought, she must know by now. No, because one of us told her. It certainly wasn't going to be me. Either way, uh, Catherine has forgotten about not putting the drink on the table and to put oh, it on the box. Bollocks, sorry, sorry everyone, sorry. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> no, but I I was totally not harmed by the leg break. Yeah, her leg remained fine. Remained with a T. Okay. <laughs> but going back to my story, I I hated onions. I I so Lots I didn't. I, hated I didn't cook a lot of vegetables. It was just a, a pot of noodles, like normal college kind of stuff. Junk food. Yeah, and and. I thought that was cooking for the for the longest time. And then I grew up and I still thought it was cooking. Uh, and that's kind of made up my meals for a very long time, that kind of stuff. And then as I earned more money, I, <laughs> I, I kind of supplemented that kind of shit food with takeaways. Yeah. So I, I, I wasn't really a big cooker. Um, but I am a man. And as the man... I'm going to barbecue like a boss. Sean is a big barbecue fiend. But I started out, my barbecuing days started out as burgers and sausages. I know, and it has transformed into something completely different. And the the transforming of my barbecue game has transformed my entire food cooking game. Mm. Because I, I went, some years ago, I went to a barbecuing course. Um... Now, I've been able to kind of cook more adventurous stuff and all that kind of stuff, but I can trace back to this barbecuing course for some of my favourite recipes that I use mm. now. And it was it, it was a, a, a Weber-branded one. So Weber I'm is... I'm pretty sure I bought that for you, did I? There's a fair to decent chance that that is the case. Uh, yeah, possibly true. Catherine bought me that. Um, but it's a, a, a Weber-branded... Uh, barbecue course and you go up and they have all the different Weber grills so you're like oh my god I want all of those mm. I, I had a, a cheaper number uh, at the time I now have a, a proper Weber but I also and Katrin also got a proper Weber that we've used camping we've three used, years in a row we've used it's still alive yeah. and we will use it this year well I, I used to buy a barbecue for maybe a season or mm. like one summer or if I was lucky I'd get two or three summers out of it that that, Web, that Weber stuff is that you've aces. had that Weber maybe five years yeah yeah thereabouts and we've used it like continuously yeah for the whole time and has it had a cover on it negative no because I'm a lazy it's... bastard and I have I bought a fucking cover like I actually have an official Weber cover yeah that I've never put in it yeah oh, I, I, and uh, I'm the same I, I have Wet. my one uh, uh, and I Web the way Weber make their stuff, they bake the paint onto it. It's like baked enamel, so it'll sit out in the weather in all weather. Ah, listen, come here. We'll share a video, which is lads, for anyone who's interested. <laughs> uh, I I shared this video recently uh, from a work chat about um wildlife. You know when you go for a walk and you bump into animals and all, and uh, I I shared this video and. Uh, the main thing you can see is my Weber grill 
in this and then this giant pig with horns <laughs> attacking our campsite eating me bin eating me camp bin I don't know, he's eating me bin he's eating me bin I'll share the video because it's actually it's worth it it's good for a giggle kind of funny but uh, what's kind of funny is Katrin's uh, pig skills pig, pig, pig <laughs> removal skills she just looks at the pig and goes hey pig go away <laughs> guess what he didn't, he, didn't. <laughs> he just continued eating my he camp continued and bin. eating the bin until he was done but we, me, he didn't eat me Weber, yeah, which yeah. is great. <laughs> but yeah, so so I, I went and did that course and in it, there wasn't a burger or sausage to be seen. It was steak. It was, they made a... Marinated chicken. Chicken, kind of stuff. a whole beer can chicken. Yeah. They smoked a, a, a brisket. They, they made uh, potato wedges. They oh. actually, they did do chicken wings. They did... And this is the one that, that kind of persists. Mac and cheese on the mm. smoker. Smoked mac and cheese is flipping them. It's, it's a truffle mm. smoked mac and cheese. And it's amazing. And they showed you how to smoke cheese. Smoke your own che- cheese. Mm. You get a block of cheese. You put it on a really low smoker. Uh, low temperature. So you don't want it to melt. But you want it to absorb the, the, the smoke. flavour. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So. But from that. I, like. I made that mac and cheese 800 times. In in another one, I also learned how to make a risotto that is Catherine's favourite risotto. So yeah, Sean made a lovely risotto. Um, it's my absolute favourite. I just could eat it any day of the week. It's uh, very easy on your tummy. It's just a really nice comfort food and it's nutritious. It's nice. It's lovely. Yeah, yeah so in, in making things like that, I started getting a bit more adventurous. Like I, I also always did the Christmas dinner as well, not always, but when it was every my, second year, you every mean? second year I did the Christmas dinner, um, and Check I yourself, just kid. love it. I get slagged again for cooking the Christmas dinner because of the, the Gantt chart. He asked me, "How do you do Christmas dinner?" And I was like, "I just cook it." He goes, but I use like a chart and all this kind of thing, and I said, "Yeah, but I just cook the dinner. You know, I just make it like dinner." And I serve everyone and everyone needs fucking dinner. And he's just like, has this fucking chart with the times and alarms I, and all. Yeah, no, I figure out. I figure out. I start at what time I want to deliver dinner and then I work backwards from there. I do that, but in my head, because <laughs> I'm a woman. Because I have too oh many things God. to deal with in my life. I'm like, dinner, kids, people moaning. Shit to do, blah blah blah, clean the house, blah 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 blah, so much well, stuff going on. I, I have a Gantt chart that you put, you, I put in how long all the things take to cook, I put in when I want them to be ready, and I work backwards from there and it tells me when to start cooking every different element. So, there you go. <laughs> so now, like, I, I. Women just cooked it in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm better than We haven't than got to my spot yet because I'll explain how I know how to cook dinners. Go on, tell me. Explain how you know how to cook dinners. So I know how to cook dinners because I worked with uh, adults with intellectual disabilities for many, many years and I had to cook dinners for said folks. So I had to learn how to cook dinners. So I'm well Well, you knew how to cook before then. I did, I a- did. As, again, as a woman, I think you probably got... I did, I in, was... In a, in a real unfairly indoctrinated yeah. I was as a child because of uh, Catholic Ireland and what have you yeah but I was I was yeah yeah I remember being like eight or nine and being maybe peeled potatoes and yeah. do all that stuff 
not saying that like it was abuse or anything, but it was abuse. No, it wasn't. But it was never it, the boys. It was, it was never asked of the boys. No, to do exactly. That shit. I had to do that kind of stuff, and that was fine. But anyway, my actual job when I was an adult, I had to cook dinner for like bunches of people. Yeah. So it was actually really important. But one of the things that was really um significant about it, I'm just referring to my notes, um, was, you know, a whole thing came out about we this needs to be nutritious. We can't just be you know getting jars of uh, I don't want to say labels and things like you know jars of processed sauces and yeah. if you're going to make a bolognese it has to be out of like tins of tomatoes yeah rather than a sauce so there was a big drive on that so it kind of made me kind of go okay 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 but one thing I will say and this is a throwback to last week Slimming World was really really great yeah for helping me learn about cooking yeah. because it was so you have to cook for yourself you have to yeah. you have to know what's in your food you have to know what you're eating blah 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 and Slimmer World is actually very pro recipe yeah. pro cooking pro awareness and I know there's negative stuff about Slimmer World so I'm not saying two or four but my experience that was a good experience which is interesting because Weight Watchers now I know there are Slimming World branded foods but with Weight Watchers, it very much was, here's your recipes, but go to the shop and buy Weight Watchers meals. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, So there are some Simmon World stuff you can buy in, uh, I think it's only Iceland. But regardless, anyway, uh, you know, if you were making a bolognese, they had a recipe. Yeah. To make sure that it was consistent with their mm-hmm. plan and that kind of thing. So it really got you kind of cooking and stuff. Um. My husband is also significant in my cooking experience because he introduced me to Mexican food. Changed my life. Hang on, he introduced you to, as in, you he he gave he cooked some for you. No, but he made me. He made you cook Mexican in, food. He made me. Maybe. So. He and also he did introduce me to Indian food where yeah. I had never eaten Indian food in my life. Oh my goodness, Indian food and Mexican food blew my mind. So then, the next big thing. So okay, I, I, at this particular stage in my life, I'm well able to cook. I'm well able to you know, and feeding children. So actually, one thing to maybe note: when I had kids, I never bought a jar of baby food. Yeah. I I made everything that those bastards ate. <laughs> Do you know, I cooked everything from scratch. Yeah. Uh, a, a dreadful, it's not fair to say dreadful, a scary <laughs> public health nurse said, do not give her a lump. She will choke and she will die. And I was terrified. <coughs> Excuse me. I was terrified. She said, do not give her a lump. She will choke and she will die. And I was terrified. That the child would die because I wasn't giving her pureed enough food. Yeah. Um, since then, because we're talking like 14, 15 years ago now, there's like toddler led weaning and, you know, just let them, they find their way. Yeah, yeah. But at that time, there was fear and terror. So I cooked every morsel yeah. past those bastards' lips. No, my, my friend is, is kind of similar to that. She cooks oh you have friends do you I have friends and you haven't got COVID and I haven't got COVID <laughs> I have friends who are more afraid of COVID than I am so there you go <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Barbara cooks 
Bra-bra. Bra-bra. Cooks everything for uh, her son. Really. I, I'm going to say, I was, isn't it? Since he was, since he started eating, she went and got all the right recipes. Yeah, and I bought had books. A, and... Uh, and she's a, 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 a single working mother who just did it all for him, you know? Yeah, so no, no, fair, I get it, I get it. Fair balls. Well, and, but for me, anyway, it was the, that woman put the fear of fucking mm. God in me about lumps and, and making sure... We was, got lumps round the back. Round the back. Uh, you had to sieve the food and, and Barry was like, are you sure? And, like, and I was, at the time, I was a guard and I was exhausted. I'd be coming <laughs> off night shifts sieving fucking broccoli and mango into <laughs> <the> fucking pots. <laughs> and Barry's like, are you going to bed? I'm like, no, I have to do, I have to do the baby's food. Like a monster I was trying to fucking make food. Yeah. Fucking no sleep. Fucking like a crazy person. Anyway, skip forward loads of years. Um, I'll give you maybe a background. Uh, Barry and I went to New Orleans and it <laughs> ruined me for food. I was ruined. <laughs> this is after me first operation. Um, <sighs> food. New Orleans changed my life. What what kind of stuff? Say, I say some me. dishes. Uh, so New Orleans here and now I hope this doesn't offend this is anyone. New Orleans in America as opposed to Old Orleans in Clap. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um so in, in New Orleans I mean the food and like I say, I don't this is definitely not disrespectful. It it's like poverty food. Yeah. So it's like food we eat here. Yeah. So I don't mean it that it's poverty food, but it's kind of it's like... It's also nicer than the food. <laughs> we grew... Yeah, but we grew up with shit food, right? Yeah. But they grew up with shit food and herbs and spices. Yeah. They made it nice food. Yeah, yeah. Where we grew up with a coddle. <laughs> I had to do... Blur. Blur. Sean's sick noise. Blur. I had to do... Um, oh. We, we in, in college, we were running the International Physics and Engineering Students... Uh, conference and so it was uh, physics and engineering students from all over the world came to Dublin and we had to host we had to host events oh. and one of the events we came up with was the food of your country so bring the food that represents your country there's Spanish people there with amazing stuff there's oh, French people German people players, Americans yeah. came over with all sorts of stuff and we served coddle oh you're kidding what else are we going to do? What is another... A stew. At least a fucking... Nah, a cuddle is just a white stew. <laughs> with fucking raw sausages. You know, you get sausages. What's the best way to cook this sausage? I know. I'll boil, boil it. it for like 15 Make hours. It disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> gross. You oh, know, Irish, Irish cuisine has always... Because there's nothing really that's distinctly Irish. There is a fucking lamb stew. It's distinctively Irish. How is that different from an English lamb stew? <laughs> just said just you said. know oh, it's, it has it's a big hard. shamrock right beside it <laughs> it's hard to pull I- Irish food culture oh, out of English Jesus. food culture that's a or British food culture that's a that's a podcast that's, for a, that's a whole other set a whole of podcasts other so anyway right me, my life has changed in New Orleans yeah Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you red still, beans and rice. You, there you go. That's what you still haven't said any of the foods. Red beans and rice changed your life. And and I don't know if anyone knows the dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways. Do you know that? No. To die. Oh, dumb ways to die, yeah. 
I told you said don't waste a die. Waste a die. Yeah. Right? Don't waste to die. Go, uh, go on YouTube and search for it. You'll find the videos. Red beans and rice. So many red beans and rice. So this is what we sing in our house about red beans and rice. Oh, so this is a song you made up yourself. Totally. <laughs> so red beans and rice. Is what taken, else? What else? It's taken our life over. Um, gumbo. I spent an absolute motherfucking fortune making a gumbo for Barry because fucking crab meat and all is very expensive. Turns out. In Ireland. Um, oh, fucking Reuben. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, Jesus Christ. Describe a Reuben to the listeners. Oh, it's like, it's like, um, oh, what's the beef called? There's... Cow. No, no. Steak. It's like, no, anyway, it's, oh, it's like, uh, I can't think of, oh, can't Soft beef, so slow cooked rib. Beef no, rib. it's like, it's like corned beef, but it's not corned beef. I can't remember okay. what it's called. So beef. Beef and and pickles and oh Jesus on a sandwich Christ. yeah yeah a toasted sandwich but yeah. it's not toasted in the grill or anything it's like toasted on like a hot plate yeah oh. yeah yeah um what else oh just so many like Barry actually Barry got this pork pork chop yeah I was like you're getting a fucking pork chop and this is a really expensive place this is only booked before we went to New Orleans um and he got a pork chop. I was like, are you joking? Like, a yeah. fucking pork chop. Oh, my God. I, I don't even have words. I yeah. honestly God, don't have words. I had a little taste of it. We got outside. I got sick. <laughs> was, I enjoyed getting sick. Because it was just... Oh, oh, God, honest to God. It was the, absolutely the nicest pork chop I've ever tasted. What I'll say about... Kind of your trip to New Orleans inspired me because you enjoyed the food so much. You came home and just started making it. Oh God, it ruined us for food. Yeah. and I have that written here. It ruined us. It <laughs> ruined us for food. So Barry went about six or seven months. Didn't want dinner. Didn't want anything. You know, oh whatever, whatever, whatever. So I had to kind of up my game because you we really learned food is actually about making food and it's about yeah. using whole ingredients and knowing what's in your food and one thing i would say to anyone who's going to get a stomach operation sean and i can both testify i'm speaking for sean when i say this now but getting a takeaway you don't know what's in it you know you need to make your own food you need to have that ownership of your your diet yeah and and it's fine it doesn't bother me that i can't get a takeaway because at this stage I've accepted yeah you know it's really it's just not worth it because I upset me I upset everyone around me you know really knowing what's in your food and being able to sit down with everyone and have a laugh Mm. is much more worth it my favourite takeaway before the surgery was chicken pad thai out of uh, Camille Thai and it's just lovely now I loved it my my daughter loved it but my son just wouldn't touch it and I was like, I miss it so much. So I went and I made one. I you had, bought a book that you shared with me. I, it wasn't in the book. I made this. I, I, really? well, I went online and, okay, and well, Googled a recipe for this. I thought that was in the book. No, no, no. There's a similar thing in the book, mm. but it's it's not the chicken pad thai. But okay, go on. There was one particular uh, uh, ingredient, uh, tamarind, um, or tamarind paste. Just what's not in shops. So I went to the, the local Asian shop and... Uh, I bought some and it was lovely. Um, 
and I I made chicken pad thai from scratch, like proper scratch, and it was delicious, and everyone loved it. My son ate every bit of it, and I was just blown away, and and so I can still get. I know I can't eat a big sloppy bucket of it. I can only eat a small bowl of it, but it, I was satisfied after eating it, and. I can still get the the lovely food that I used to enjoy mm. getting takeout, but if I ate the takeout version of that, it'd be lovely for about twenty minutes, and then all the sugar and blur, <laughs> blur, <laughs> sounds puke noise. Yeah, so I, I I'm delighted, and I, another one, um, like I've often, I've gone through a few cookery programs on youtube at this stage um the first one was uh the barbecue oh god what are they called pit boys barbecue pit boys and this is a bunch of uh southern american (laughs) hairy biker types with guns (laughs) and barbecues and but they barbecued the shit out of some stuff really amazing food well it kind of got you in the game it then, got me in the barbecue yeah. game for sure like I I, I learnt an awful lot about like when I'm cooking when I'm doing a barbecue now if I am doing burgers I won't well I, I, I tell a lie I will go out and buy a packet of burgers for the kids but for the adults I will go out and I will make yeah, yeah, my yeah. own uh, uh, yeah, ground beef first of all I'll get scratch. and it's it's ground beef Mm. and salt and pepper and garlic pe- mm. powder all mashed up you you don't need anything more than that mm. um but uh, i also make stuffed burgers yeah which yeah, yeah, i yeah. i will admit at, at at this stage i couldn't even eat half of one no no but it's they're, a pure indulgence they're but, huge but, but they're really the popular when i have a barbecue party would you agree now post op that sometimes, like, really, it's just the taste. You just need a yeah. taste. You just need to be part of the even, party. Even pre-op, I don't think I ever ate a full no, stuffed you burger. Weren't, you weren't, no. But that's because you were busy. Yeah. You were busy cooking. You were yeah. busy, busy, busy. So to make a, a stuffed burger, you, you get this mould. You put the beef in the bottom and, it, and, and give it a press and it leaves a well inside the burger. And in there, you can put whatever stuffing you want. I've put in, uh, for those that like spicy... You put in some hot sauce, uh, jalapenos, uh, that kind of stuff, and and cheese. Obviously, mm-hmm. you, you'll find the common thread in all of these stuffed burgers is cheese. <laughs> um, I also, oh, well, you make a nice stuffed burger with like stuffing. Exactly, but I put cheese in that as well. Oh, do you? <laughs> the, the great thing with the stuffing stuffed burger is uh, when you're cooking, and because they're so big, they take a while to cook, and mm. you need to cook them kind of low and slow for a while. Mm. Um, so but the flavor, the comes flavor, through. and the juices go into the bread and the stuffing, oh. so it makes it. It's, oh, oh, it's delicious. But so, so I, the, one thing I would point out yeah. is that like you still love food. You still love food. It's not do. words. Don't don't ever think oh I can't have the operation because yeah. I love food. You still love food. You still enjoy food. Yeah. You still get to experience food. You still get to share food. And you don't but feel you left out. it in a better way. Yeah. You know, in a more healthy way, because yeah. Y- yeah, I think it's just really important to make it clear. And and I find as well, like I I went out last Friday, to a gastro pub kind of place, 
and they were ordering burgers and, and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, God, what can I order? And there was uh, nachos. So I ordered nachos with, with chili beef on it. That's a risk, but go on. Um, I, ate, I didn't eat it all. I ate some of it. Um, the nachos, uh, the, the salsa... Sorry, the, the beef, the salsa, the guacamole with a few nachos. Yeah, exactly. You know, all of that yeah. stuff was, yeah. was absolutely fine. It's just taking a handy on the carbs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And and that really worked out for me. And you know, I'm, I don't, I didn't miss out. I'm still part of the group. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have to go out and say, "Oh Jesus, no, I, I can't eat." Because did I mention I had surgery? In fairness, we spent most of the night talking about the stupid surgery anyway. Because I'm after getting so skinny. But that's not the point. Just so we're clear, he hasn't. He's a bit more skinny. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I got so much so skinnier. He got so less fat. <laughs> so after the barbecue pit boys and Catherine for some mad reason, doesn't remember that she introduced me to this one, is uh, uh, Binging with Babish. No idea what you're talking about. Binging with Babish. I swear I, I have no idea. I know, but you, you were the first one to, to tell me about it. Okay. It's this guy who... Binges. His, his name, name, his name isn't even Babish. <laughs> uh, he, he took the name off some guy from the West Wing. But he, he cooks... He, well, at least he started off by cooking food from movies and tv shows so oh i do know what you're talking there you about there you go some if somebody talks about a food on a tv show he'll cook that and and he'll cook it the way they talk about it in the tv show and then he'll cook it right yeah and that that again was another eye-opener i really got into the food he was cooking, cooking. I, from scratch. I yeah. got his cookbook i i cooked loads of his stuff Um, i made his corn balls i mm-hmm. I used Sean said balls. <laughs> mm-hmm. The um, he he does he has a corn dog recipe as well, which is amazing. I cooked corn dogs after the surgery, and corn dogs they were a bit dry. You didn't have them. You had the corn balls, not the corn dogs. The corn balls were dry. Yeah, hang on, my heart bleeds for you. <laughs> but the corn, I, I I didn't have any of the corn balls because that was right after my surgery, and I was scared shitless of anything out of a fryer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made. But you the... got a taste of it, didn't you? No, no. So I I made the corn dogs, and I had a taste of the corn dogs, and it was pretty delicious, you know. And mm. I enjoyed the taste of it. I enjoyed cooking it, and the, everyone enjoyed eating it. So that was great. And was that when the our our darling cousins came to make the? That was the corn the balls. My cousins came up because it was just after <laughs> surgery. My cousins came over to put a gazebo together because it was delivered right after my surgery and I wasn't allowed to lift anything. And it turns out it was a giant gazebo. It was a very large gazebo, which it turns out wasn't large enough to stop a storm blowing it into my neighbour's garden and completely destroying it. Utterly, about two weeks later, utterly waste of time. And money. And money. It and was, effort. It wasn't cheap. But then corn dogs. <laughs> Um, so Babish, I, I watched an awful lot of Babish and then discovered uh, Sam the Cooking Guy, which we have mentioned before. And Sam the Cooking Guy is another really, really good one. I've learnt not just how to cook the dishes he's talking about, but individual skills, yeah, individual no, tips and techniques like the roasted garlic. Um, yeah, roasted garlic. I'd never heard of that before. Yeah. And it's so easy, it's so simple, and it's so accessible. And you're using proper whole foods. Yeah. You know, totally. You, you go out and you buy... Now, he says in the thing, hey, can you use 
dried herbs instead of yeah, you fresh. Can, yeah, you can yeah. like if you if it, use what you have. If you have stuff and it's he he has a one of his cooking books is called uh, Intentional Leftovers. Yeah, yeah. Because he he effectively. I do that too. I'd recipes some, with leftovers. I'd I'd cook food and go. I know there'll be leftovers. Yeah. So what will I make with that? So do I. And that's where he's going with that. Yeah. Intentional leftovers. And, and it's 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 the stuff he makes, and I can tell you, it's delicious. Not because it looks delicious when he's cooking it. Because we've made it. Because we've made it. Oh. And it's delicious. God. But my husband now is not the most sociable person. Yeah. But Sean and I and Barry spent four hours the other day watching them. Yeah, we were... And Bar- it was like watching food porn. Yeah, it was Mother's Day and uh, my mother came over and Barry and Catherine came over and we, we cooked... Uh, I cooked dinner that everybody enjoyed. Um, I made... Actually, I made a uh, buffalo cauliflower. Because Barry's on Atkins. Because Barry's on Atkins. I found it on the Atkins website. But it was it nice? Oh, it's fucking amazing. There you go. Oh, I would fucking eat all day. And long. and steak and and baked potatoes and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was lovely. But and I had some steak and I had some baked potato and and you can have a taste of everything. And yeah. that's the thing you need to just keep your keep your head in the game. Yeah. Keep be cool because it's worth having the operation to to lose the weight. And 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 you can still partake yeah. in normal life. You can you're still part of everything. But while I was cooking, I had Sam the cooking guy on the TV in the kitchen. And when we sat down to eat, we didn't turn it off. So four hours later, we're sitting there. Barry sitting beside us going, oh my God, making sexy noises, looking at every Every time he'd, steak. He'd, he'd open the grill <laughs> or he'd do so, he'd take really soft, melty beef out of uh, out of a pot, like a Dutch and oven. Like, oh, is this for real? Is this for real? I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm telling you, this yeah. is amazing. I, and I, I actually made, I, I have an instant pot. Which is great. You, you can make a full, soft, fall off the bone rack of ribs yeah. in 25 minutes. Um, it's unreal. It's a, it's a pressure cooker. It must be it's, it, it, it's a pressure, pressure cooker. cooker. It's, yeah. it's, uh, Instant Pot is a cross between a pressure cooker and a crock pot, a, a slow yeah, cooker. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, yeah. But Instant Pot have a new thing, which is a Instant Pot Crispy, which is a cross between oh, a, fuck's sake. a, it's it's a slow it, cooker yeah. A, a pressure and cooker and a air fryer. Oh, for God's sake! Puts it all into the one thing, and I I love having multifunctional things. I used to have a rice cooker. Catherine mocks me because, because it's called a pot. Yeah, I used to have a dedicated rice cooker. I used to have I used pot. to have a dedicated used to have pots crepe maker, but I it's called a pan. <laughs> Go on, but tell I, me something else. Go on, I I'm got... tell you what it's called. Go on, tell me something else. <laughs> a bread maker. <laughs> I it's didn't. Called, have, it's called an oven. It's called an oven. Yeah. yeah. Go on. But no, I, 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 I decided I don't want kind of single function things anymore. So gadgets that are just yeah, just for one thing. So I, I, I get instead of having a hundred gadgets, I get a good pot, you know. But the instant pot with the pressure cooker ways is brilliant. Um. So I've I've ordered the new one with the with the air fryer attachment. It's going to be great. Um, I think I suppose my final thoughts to throw on all of this would just be that like I thought food was gone I had to make peace with it and kind of you know mourn my relationship with food when I was having my, my bypass but that's quite the opposite it's it's if anything 
you know I, I now go and that's my release at the end of the day if a stressful day in work and I go you know what thank god I'll go home and I'll cook dinner for my family and I put my headphones on I listen to a podcast and I cook dinner and I enjoy cooking dinner and I enjoy making it and enjoy knowing I've made something that we can all eat mm. and it's safe and it's healthy and oh, blah 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 who cares I'm getting a bit fucking dramatic here but the reality is like food is is more important now mm. I bring more food to the office I you know I have to be more thoughtful about what I eat so food like it's 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 not it's not the end yeah so i what i would say is don't think when you know you're having the stomach operation that you're saying goodbye to food you're not you're you're saying hello <laughs> and you're you know creating a new relationship yeah. with creating food and having food and and being healthy you know so yeah okay and, uh, <laughs> people people say oh i don't have time to cook and that's fine like th- there's a lot of people who are, are busy but you need to find the strategies yeah. that work for you. You know, do you need to do batch cooking that you can throw stuff in the fridge and eat it during the week? Do it. Again, Sam the cooking guy has a load of videos that are about. Does he? But yeah, he does batch cooking your your meals for the week. Um. Well, I said it to you or to the podcast when I was going for my operation. I bought a separate freezer. Yeah. And I batch cooked for three months yeah so i didn't have to cook a, a single morsel of food for two yeah. months to get me over the operation um but what we now do since then is rather than cooking individual portions because my eldest offspring didn't like that that they had to be heated individually she likes to just everyone have their dinner together yeah or they like to have their in- dinner together um so now what i did was i bought a bunch of pyrex dishes yeah and I cook whole dinners, take them out in the morning, or two days before, whatever yeah, way to defrost them. them yeah. Exactly, and throw them in in the oven, and that seems to work really well for our family. You yeah. know that kind of way. So there's loads of different ways you can do it, yeah. depending on what works for you. Yeah, you know? there's there's those uh, meal delivery services like HelloFresh or but Barry even suggested why don't we do that, and I was like, I don't think we need it because I yeah. actually quite like making food. Yeah, I like I like walking into the shop and looking, Picking, yeah, yeah, looking at the veg, looking at the meat, and teaching your kids that. Yeah, you know, teaching yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, no, the the there's many different strategies out there. Explore them, um, talk to other people who've done it. Uh, go on to messaging groups. the The internet is full of people who are keen to tell you how to do shit. <laughs> yeah, um, true. You don't have to listen to everybody. You can take the best bits from loads of different people. From and, us, from us, I wouldn't <laughs> Take the best bits from loads of different people and find, find the meals that you like the most and 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 cook them and eat them and cook different things. Don't cook the same shit, exactly. you know. And that's the thing. You get stuck into. I'll have a chicken curry. I'll have a lasagna. Yeah. I'll have a you know a shepherd's pie or a cottage pie. You need to kind of diversify and go like Sean saying a pad t- chicken pad Thai and. Having, you know, all these different kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is, Sam the cooking guy, for anyone who's like a novice or just starting off, give him a look. You know, straight up basic skills. Easy. Yeah. Easy to learn. Stuff. And he's funny as Flip. He, well, yeah, that's a good point. He's a bit blue for the dads. Yeah, he, he they've gotten this far in this podcast with you saying things like motherfucker. I think we'll be okay. Yeah. 
you'll be grand with him. He's better than me. <laughs> I'm better looking anyway. Cool. So I think Harsh. I think it's time for a joke. Are you telling a joke? I'm telling a joke. Oh fucking hell! Let's. Are you ready? Go for it. Well, I'll wait till you get your insult generator out. So you're, is ready. Because you're is ready. wrecking your microphone. So, what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One is really big, and the other is a little lighter. I have a new button that makes a rim shot. That makes a what? Oh, <laughs> Come on, that's a bloody good joke. So now insult us. That boogles a head melting weapon whose ma is still scarlet. <laughs> scarlet for you. Scarlet for your ma. Are you going to say it again? Are you ready? One, yeah. That boogles a head melting weapon whose ma is still scarlet. <laughs> cool. So thanks everybody for uh, listening to us go on about how much we love food. Um, I hope you also love food and I hope you've gotten some uh, uh, strategies maybe to, to have a go uh, out of this podcast. If you've got any, please uh, share them with us. Share them yeah. with us uh, at Woofers Podcast on Twitter and Woofers Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Uh, and with that, I will say goodbye and good night. And Catherine will say. Um. Don't be alone. If you need any help, reach out. We have links in our, our show notes. Just um, ask someone for help. Don't be alone. And thanks a bit for listening. Look after yourself and look after others. Yeah. Have Later, a- bitches.